Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Now I'm tired of this shit. You will f***ing pay for it like you can't f***ing believe. And Bob Knight is gone. Rockets looking like they're going to secure their first win of the season. Every morning when we have an open, it's used against me. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Is, it's not pretty, number one. And number two, it is, there's something scary beautiful. and rough about it. It's not beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful language. Use that, Frank. It always sounds like they're saying something insulting to you. It's partly because of our baggage with them from, from you know, that 1940s thing they did. Um, yeah, not only that one. Yeah, there it, were two of them. Yeah. There's a rough run. It always feels You'll like. You'll never believe this. That, we always assume that it again they're doing the something. World. Yeah, they say something. Oh, okay, that's awful. What you just said, I don't even know what you said, but it's awful. <laughs> yeah, it can't be good. I mean, yeah. How do you say like? How do you say I, I love you, sweetheart? You look so beautiful tonight. Clearing your brain. Frank, that was great. <laughs> look at you. Uh, Begging let's get for him. Paul in here, and it, because I want to play a Bobby Knight clip. It's a little long, but it's it's classic. Bobby Knight died yesterday, so at the age of 83, a legend, a coaching legend, and also a bipolar, really can't be a, a worse person at times. But uh, we'll play that after. Let's get Paul in here. Let's talk about parlays. Hey, Paul. Hey, guys. How you doing this morning? Good. Good, man. Uh, so I, I wanted to discuss this parlay. It's a, it's a three-leg futures parlay. I placed this back in May. Uh, first leg just hit last night. I had Rangers 18 to 1. And um, now I've got a college football team that the odds have shifted from 45 to 1 down to 15 to 1, and that's Washington. Uh, I, I'm not sure what I want to do at this point if I'm considering a cash out or letting it ride. Um, and then my last leg, I have the Ravens for the Super Bowl. So. My question is here, man. With, with Washington, that's where I'm. I'm really starting to consider a cash out because these last two weeks they have not looked that impressive. And uh, on the road at USC is not going to be an easy. Wait, pass. Do you, but honestly, do you keep the do you, do you have to cash out at the current? Well, the, I guess the current odds don't matter. You're already in the books, so you would have made already fifteen to one on your play then. Yeah, so eighteen to one on the Rangers. Or eighteen to uh, one, yeah. 
Yeah, and the ticket, I mean, it was only a $25 ticket, but the payout's 458000 So that's oh. why I'm, you know, kind of well, considering, I, do I let it ride and go for it? or? I don't know how you can, how can you hedge it? Because you still got two legs to go. He can't. It's Correct. not really hedging. He just could ca- do the early cash out, like you said on my book. Well, oh, can you do an early cash yeah, out? Yeah, that's what he just said. Where? So you did it yeah. on my bookie? No, I, I actually did that one at DraftKings uh, in Lake Charles when I was there. Oh, so, and they'll let you do an early cash see, out. Yeah, I can't see the cash out now, but I plan on going there this weekend and seeing what that cash out option is. And what uh, do you think that's going to be? I'm thinking around a thousand, uh, just because now with the with Washington moving from forty five to one down to fifteen to one, they you know that's got to help out that parlay a little bit. Uh, Ravens, I got them at twenty to one. I believe they're down to fifteen to one as well. Wait, so they don't just give so, you your first bet? They, they don't just yeah, give they, you twenty five? The no, but he's saying they have lowered the odds have lowered, which means it's more likely to happen. Right, right, right. But he but still has those odds from the beginning. Oh, I'd make him just right. I, I would only give him the eighteen to one on the twenty-five if I were them. Well, that, Do you think they'll go higher than that? Oh, on the cash out. I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I think it's going to be tough to tell until this weekend. I think a lot's going to happen this weekend uh, with the possibility of. I think Georgia losing to Missouri. I, I don't think Georgia has really faced tough competition. Uh, and if Georgia ends up losing and Washington beats USC, that could could put Washington there in you know the top four now. Well, um, so if it, I, I think the real key here is, and one of Michigan or Ohio State is going bye bye. Uh, I think yeah. the real yeah, Washington or Oregon is going to get in. One of the I think the real concern you have here is, do they with every week do they give you a little bit more? Like do they elevate as your the pay? other odds go down? Will yeah. they give you more? Do you think it'll be about a thousand? I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking it'll be close to a thousand on a twenty-five dollar yeah, bet. I would take that right I'd now. Take that. I'd cash. I'd that. take that. If it's a thousand, I would take that right now because that and well, now yeah, if Washington does win, holy crap! Now all of a sudden you got a big ticket. So yeah, but that's a that's a those are long odds on that now. Well, you could wait that out and then hedge, but you need them to go deep. Correct, but, and that's the thing. Watching watching Oregon now, I I honestly think Oregon's in a better spot yeah. to end up winning the Pac-12 and making it in over Washington. I like uh, Washington. I like Washington a lot this week against USC. I like them a lot more than you do, but um, I'm not sure that Oregon's not the better team. No, I'm not sure Oregon's not the better team either. Yeah, I I, I watched that game and I think Oregon was the better team. If you want to know the truth. Um, yeah. Well, well, let us know after you after you hear what it is. Let us know what the yeah, what the buyout I'm curious is. To That's hear interesting. What they, uh, that what is they interesting. Let you buy yeah. For. yeah. Yeah, we'll do. I'll let you guys know. After but if, if it was a thousand, if it's a thousand, I would take it. I would take it right now. Mm-hmm. Especially on a twenty five dollar okay. bet, you got you 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 hit one leg. I'll take it the thousand right now because the four hundred fifty eight thousand. That's there, there's a reason it's four hundred fifty eight thousand. It's <laughs> exactly. it's a real long shot. Uh, appreciate exactly. it, Ryan. Thanks, man. Best of luck with that. That's good stuff. Uh, Bobby Knight passed yesterday, 83. Here is Bobby He coached Michael Jordan in the Olympics. Here is Bobby Knight talking about... That was eight. By the way, this is 84. Yeah. Not Dream Team. He was 84 Olympics. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, while Michael was in college. Before he played a game in the NBA, Bobby Knight had him as the best player in in basketball. Bobby Knight had him as the best player in the country. Mm. Yeah, before he played an NBA game. Here's Bobby talking about um, trying to or, or trying to get on Michael at halftime. But you, I think, have got to really be a flexible leader if you're going to be an effective leader. I walked into the locker room after the first half of our game with Spain in 1984 for the gold medal. We're ahead by 29 points. We played basketball as well as the game can be played. Michael Jordan has played 12 minutes out of the 20. He has 11 rebounds, 9 assists, and 19 points in 12 minutes. In my opinion, there's nobody that's ever played anything that can compare to Michael Jordan with the possible exception of Jack Nicklaus and Babe Ruth. Michael Jordan is just the best there ever was at what he does by a considerable margin. So I'm walking across the floor with this 29-point lead as I look at the scoreboard, and I'm a great believer in the best three minutes of the game for us has got to be the first three minutes of the second half. But what the hell am I going to say? Hey, we got to get better. We're 29 points ahead. we got to win by 59. These kids are going to be a little bit satisfied with themselves. They know how well they play. And when I get to the locker room, I still haven't come up with an answer. I open the door, and the first guy I see is Jordan sitting in front of his locker. Idea light flies. As I say to myself, I'm going to get on Jordan's ass a little bit. And everybody else is going to say, God, if he's upset with Jordan, how's he feel about me? 12 minutes, 19 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. And I have the stat sheet in my hand, and I walk over in front of Jordan. And I look down at him and I say, Mike, when the hell are you going to set a screen? <laughs> we got four guys out there screening when you're in the game, screening to get you open, screening to get each other open. Haven't seen you set a screen yet. The only way I get all five guys screening, Mike, is to get you the hell out of the game. Now, when are you going to set a screen? All you've been doing so far, goddammit, is rebounding, passing, and scoring. You need to screen, Mike. Now, Jordan, you've all seen the grin. I mean, it's the greatest grin in the world. Doesn't quite use all of his grin in this circumstance. But he looked up at me and he grins a little bit and he says, Coach, didn't I see last week where you said I was the quickest player you'd ever been around? I said, Mike, what the hell has that got to do with you screening? Coach, I think I'm setting them quicker than you can see them out there. Well, I was flexible enough to look at Jordan and say, then, God damn it, slow him down a little bit so I can see him. <laughs> That's great. That is great. He loved Michael Jordan. He told he was Portland. A he told Portland. <clears throat> draft, he, they said, we got Clyde. Draft. He, he said, what are you in? Draft Michael Jordan. Do not draft Sam Bowie. Mm-hmm. And they didn't listen. He told Portland, Bill, well, we don't want to be redundant with Clyde Drexler. Because that's how we used to think back then. Yeah. Well, I say we. Well, not me. I was young. But that's how they used to think. It. You were compartmentalized. Yeah. 
A one was very specific. A two was very specific. You couldn't be, you're either a two or a three. That's right. Like, I mean, he's a three. We already have a three. It wasn't like wing players. Your four was different than your five. Um, now, of course, you just think, it's, who cares? We, a one, two, three, it's we just, just, those are our, that's our, that's just our front court. Yeah. Whatever. We'll figure it out. Last night, Gordon Hayward is a small forward. I've always thought of, isn't Gordon Hayward a shooting guard? Yeah. I mean, what he is, has been. He's about, because Terry Rozier's on the floor, too. And he will, he just shoots. It's uh, just wings now. Yeah. yeah. Gordon Hayward's a wing. He's a big. But, 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 but big, we don't even think about that anymore. No. You and, can, I mean, if you had a floor full of Michael Jordans. You'd be just fine. Yeah, you'd you'd win a lot of games. I mean, <laughs> if he played all five positions, I mean, maybe Jokic would give him an issue in the paint, but yeah, you, you'd be just fine. Yeah, the positionless basketball is a thing. I mean, the Portland Trailblazers were just in a spot where you didn't think that way. Like you, you don't you would you acquire great players and coaches figure it out. That's not how it went went back then. They needed to play a certain spot, and it it cost them. Yep. 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 Someone three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If you want to get in here, Bobby Knight was classic. I I re- I really liked Bobby Knight growing up. I didn't have to play for him. I imagine if I did play for him, I would have hated him. I know a lot of guys who did play for him hated him. He we made had- me nervous. I had a I'm, I met a guy. His name was Jason Collier. Do you remember him? Played for the Rockets yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. So I was getting my uh, Achilles treated back in it was like two thousand and three, maybe. Uh, maybe 2002 at Russ Payne's, and he was working on uh, Jason Collier at the time, and maybe it was 2003. And um, Jason Collier, I was sitting right there, and we were talking about when he played for Bobby Knight. Now, you may remember he left and went to Georgia Tech and yeah. finished at Georgia Tech, and that's back when there wasn't a lot of transfers. And he left, and I talked to him about it. He goes, it was just, he said, um, he ended up dying when he was 28 of a heart, abnormal heart, rhythm thing that that killed him by the way but uh jason collier i'm talking about but i talked to him about what was it like bobby Knight? he goes it was for me it was terrible he said i didn't really know a lot of the guys and then uh you know bobby was just stayed on me about everything and i was just i was already kind of down on myself and it just made it worse and worse and worse and he said i eventually had to leave because it was just i was getting into a state of you know where it was it was really bad for me and i felt felt really bad for him because i, I do think Bobby Knight's not somebody that everyone can play No, you can't play for. You have to have a certain mm-hmm. level of yep. – uh, it's not even mental toughness. Like, you have to be really confident in yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to be very secure in who you are because Bobby could tear you down. And I'm not sure it's probably great being Pat Knight and his kids all the time either. No, with I a would. dad who had that kind of temper and that kind of drive. But, um, man, he was very influential in college basketball, though. Yep. we got to break it here. Uh, I got, I, I, listen, I'm getting on all of you who are chewing tobacco. I'm getting on all of you right now. That's right, Tim. This is for you. This is for all of you that are chewing tobacco. Okay. Putting that pinch between your cheek and gum, putting that tobacco in there. Stop. I got an alternative for you. It's hemp in a pouch made of hemp. It's artisan Grange. It's Canstead do blend. It's, it's, it is a, a, a pinch between your cheek and gum. It's actually not a pinch. It's a pouch. It's a pouch between your cheek and gum. Hemp in a pouch made of hemp with CBD oil. And the flavor that you're looking for. So a lot of this is your flavor. Do you like the tobacco flavor? Okay. Do you like the citrus flavor, the winter green, the dark fired, whatever it is. Whatever it is that you like, you've got it. At at at, at 975-DIP, 
com or at CBD American Shaman stores. They're carrying in select stores. They are carrying. They are carrying the Canstead and the Dublin because it is awesome. Because the CBD is awesome, and you, my friends, are going to benefit from that. So, if you're looking for the best way to stop with the tobacco and the dangers of it, nine seven five dip dot com nine seven five dip dot com. ESPN ninety seven five. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. This is interesting. There are three Astros who are finalists for the Silver Slugger Award, which is the best hitter at the position. Okay, Pena, no. Tucker. No, no. Maldonado. No. So it's going to obviously be Pena, not Pena. Tucker and Jordan? Three. Oh, and... Uh, 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 Braggy Bomb? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Jordan is heads up against Shohei. Shohei has mi- missed a big portion, but Jordan missed a lot of time too. It'll be interesting to see. Jordan uh, had a 990 OPS in 114 games. 293 average, 77 runs, 24 doubles, 31 homers, 97 RBIs. He's a finalist along with Shohei Atani. It'll be interesting to see. Shohei probably wins that because Jordan did miss a lot. If, if Jordan had played um, when all things were equal, more games. Otani, Otani had a great yes, year. Otani had a great year. Yeah, but a lot of his greatness came from pitch on the pitching side too. I mean, which that that amazed Bregman. Two, the two sixty two averages the problem. He did score 103 runs, 28 doubles, four triples, 25 homers, 98 RBIs, 92 walks, 804 OPS, which is okay. You got Devers, uh, Paredes, and Ramirez. Jose Ramirez, Isaac Paredes, and Rafael Devers. Probably, we'll see. Devers is probably the probably the favorite, I would think. And then, and then Tucker. There's three outfield positions. I think Tucker probably wins it. Tucker had uh, an 886 OPS. He was he led the league in RBIs, 112. Um, he had a 284 average, 97 runs, 30 stolen bases, 80 walks, 29 homers. I think Tucker is a lock to to be one of the three. Should be yeah. Randy Rosarena, Adolis Garcia, Aaron Judge, Luis Robert. Woo. Julio Rodriguez, Anthony Santander. Wow. But but Tucker, I think Tucker is definitely one of the top three. Oh, look who's here. <laughs> <laughs> look who's here. It was Dell that was giving you it's the business. Nick from Nick's place. Dell was going to crush you, Nick, if you yeah. didn't get here with the food. Good. Don't deflect. Yeah. No, 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 no. No question. Uh, yeah, Tucker's going to. Tucker's going to be one. But man, Tucker and... Does Judge get in? He missed so much time. I know. I, you, uh, I mean, Rosarena and Garcia. I think it might be Tucker or Rosarena and Garcia. Somebody brought up, I asked a question, is Garcia the biggest, most muscular player you've ever, the most muscular player you've ever seen in professional sports? Somebody brought up David Boston. Oh, yeah. Remember how big David Boston, David Boston got? Boston, yeah. Well, that was, oh, we know what that well. was about. We know what that was all about. Well, is it an apropos comparison? Yeah. Look at him dressed up like we're in Denver or we're in Minnesota. What's a, I, what the heck? 
was 40 yeah. this morning when we got out. Hey, we, we're it's a little now. fast. That's it's all. Now, yeah. You dress like, you're, like you've been there. Okay? Stop already. You're from New Jersey. <laughs> you're so, so cold. Stop it. Um, we got Nick's You're place. from Chicago, and you're, I you said it. you were freezing. I know, I it was, hate it. It was 68 degrees, and you're from Chicago. That and you're like, doesn't mean I can't we hate it. We need to go inside. Yeah. It, and it, you're crushing Nick for the I same thing. I played golf on Monday. It was 40 degrees was with a four-club wind. night. What? It was in the middle of the day. It wasn't 40 oh, degrees. It was 40. Yes. It was in the 50s. No, it wasn't. It was on Monday. Go, on Monday, it was 45, and I was playing golf in it. Yes. Did you almost die? Yes. Can I, can I say something? You can't start a sentence with, I played golf and didn't pretend like you're tough. You, you can't do that. <laughs> I yes, played you golf with four no, club That's wind, not how it works. Weather, that's not how it wind. works. You don't even know what it's about. You have no idea. I played golf. Okay, that's the end of the okay. conversation. Nothing he wouldn't can... even throw Frisbees in that, okay? And I'm out there hitting golf balls. We're risking my hands, my wrists. Everything. Risking you know, your hands. What do you do that? Your well, hands when you, come when into you play. When you make contact with the ball. You don't even turn on your own mic. Dang. What do your hands care? Okay, stop already. My, I'm risking my hands. I'm risking my hands. Um, before we break here, uh, uni- do you see the University of Houston, the Big 12? What the Big 12 is opting to do now, instead of divisions or pods, they're opting for a model that pl- sees each team play everyone at least twice, once at home and once on the road during a four-year cycle. No divisions, no pods in the Big 12 with 16 teams. No divisions, no pods. Why is everyone so against this? I well, mean, the ACC did it too. I mean, they, they, they have your dedicated opponent that you'll play every year. Yeah. And then it's much the same. There are only four protected in-state rivalries that will be played every year. TCU, Baylor, Kansas, Kansas State, Arizona, Arizona State, and BYU, Utah. That's it. Uh, U of H does not have a protected uh, uh, opponent. Well, they don't play. They haven't played those teams in years. There's no tradition no, right. right now. So right, right, right. But you would think that they could. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, Central Florida. Who are they going to have? Is Cincinnati or would U of H be Central Florida? Or you know what I'm saying? There's no. There's no real rivalries. But it, there's only four teams, four games that are going to be protected. Uh, U of H will play Baylor three out of four of uh, the next four years. They'll play TCU three out of the next four years, and they'll play Tech three out of the next four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why everyone's so why all these conferences are so worried about the pod. The pod thing sounds cool to me. Yeah, but the, I guess I too. guess you know the concern is it's an unfair advantage for teams. A really good team if some of the teams that you think are because it is cyclical. And you could get a really, really weak pod at some point. Right. Um, so maybe that's one of the concerns. Yep, yep, yep. But you're playing everybody home and away. That's not bad. You're playing everybody home and away uh, at least once over a four-year period. I don't make that makes it. Yeah, know. it makes sense. With 16 teams, there's just no way to – there's no really great way to do it. There's just no great way to do it. But this is what the Big 12 has decided. Next year's uh, U of H schedule is – Home against Utah, Baylor, Kansas State, and Iowa State. Not great home schedule. They're away, Arizona, BYU, TCU, Kansas, and Cincinnati. So, uh, you know, while you had Texas this year, you had the first game ever against TCU, uh, there was a lot of excitement. Listen, it's better than bringing in you know, it, it's better than bringing in what they've been bringing in, Tulsa 
or uh, uh, be, uh, or or Navy or any of the teams that they've been playing. But I'm not sure that well Kansas State, Iowa State, Utah, and Baylor. I mean, those are those are tough games. Those are that's going to be it's going to it's it, it's a different deal that you got right now. Uh, Jerome Solomon did a piece on on Dana yesterday. I think it was yesterday. He did a piece on Dana and said, "Hey, this ain't easy, everybody." Jerome actually took Dana's side on the deal. Did he really? This ain't this ain't easy. You all think that you know moving into the Big Twelve, he doesn't have Big Twelve talent. He's not there yet. So. I mean, this this is not an easy job. You think somebody's just going to come in? Yeah. Oh, we need another D. Everybody, the first three games of the season. Why can't we be? Why can't we have Dion? Look what Dion's doing. Now look what Dion's doing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have Big Twelve talent. No, it catches up with you. Yeah, it he catches up. Yeah. So it or Pac twelve talent. Now we'll see if he's going to have Big Twelve talent going forward, or if he's even going to. If I'm a kid, are you going to play for Dion? Are you sure he's going to be there? You're going to go to Colorado? No, I'm not sure he's going to be there, but I, I do go play for Dion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, no, no. I don't He'll tell you he's the whole Dion thing would be good to play for. It's just whether or not I can trust Dion to be there for me for those four years or whatever years. Yeah. Is he going to be there as long as Shiloh Sanders is there? Uh, I don't know. I mean, well, that's what I'm asking. Is this just a Shador and Shiloh thing, or is he committed to that when his kids are The there? question is, who drafts, who drafts Shador? And is that where Dion's going to be the next head coach? <laughs> I mean, I, that, I think it's a legitimate question. When we come back, Five Star is going to give us some winners right here on ESPN 97.5. Right now, I got a winner. Oh, no, I got Mark Klein over at Klein's Jewelry. Marky Mark is going to get you into that jewelry, that pendant, that necklace, that bracelet, that ring. It doesn't matter. He's going to get it to you right now at Klein's Jewelry. You're going to get it at a better price, too. Because Mark, now, not only does he give you the mine diamonds at a better price, but he is going to bring you lab-grown diamonds, which he says is 25% of what you'd normally spend on a diamond, 15% of what you'd normally spend on a diamond. I bought my wife earrings there, when my, the lab-grown earrings. They're awesome. They look, there's no difference in the diamond, no difference whatsoever. And yet, they are so much less expensive. That's the way I put it, because they're not cheap. They're just less expensive. And that's happening to Klein's all the time. I don't know what you got coming up, but if you need jewelry, Mark Klein is the guy to go see. He's been that for us for years. Go to the website, kleinsjewelry.com, or get to one of his two locations, uh, Woodway. Okay, you, he's got the new one that's right on Woodway in Augusta or Fountain View in Westheimer. You're looking for the best way to get into those diamonds. It's kleinsjewelry.com or stop by one of his two locations. ESPN 97.5. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the Offensive Masterminds, running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. John, Lance, and Del being joined right now by Five Star. Five Star is with us here. He's got the Wagering World, which you can hear on Friday nights at 7 o'clock. And he's also with us here, giving us winners. Um, Five Star, welcome in. Hey, good morning, guys. How everybody doing? Nice. You gave us Texas and U of H last week. U of H, not so much. Yeah. Uh, but Texas came oh. through, so that was very nice. Texas played really, really well. U of H was in a tough spot after two consecutive really tough games. And going on the road. No excuses though for forty one to nothing. Yeah. Uh, come on, man. You you can't your kids cannot come out 
and lay an egg like that. 41 to nothing, that's, that's inexcusable. Um, we were talking about games a little bit earlier. I want to know what you think about Washington. Washington versus USC or Washington as a whole? This Washington week? versus USC this week. Both. Both, really. Yeah. What do you think of Washington long term? We have a guy, you didn't hear this, he has a mm-hmm. futures bet where he bet a three par- a three-team parlay, but it was for teams to win championships. So he bet Rangers at 18-1. to 1. He had Washington mm-hmm. at whatever Washington is, and he has the Ravens. He won the first leg. He can do an early cash out, and so he was asking us about that. So what do you think of Washington as a whole in terms of their ability to potentially compete for a national title? Okay, yeah, I'll talk about that and then go right into the game. Um, the Huskies are a really good team, and it all starts with their coaching. Kalen DeBoer is a real coach, <laughs> and I, I know you know that, Lance, from probably watched some tape on him. He yep. schemes up absolutely so smart, man. He has his offensive positions to always win. They're really talented at the skills position, and they have a really underrated defense. But most of all, as I said, it's all about Kalen DeBoer. He's going to keep that locker room and keep that ship always, you know, steered correctly where they're on an even plane. He's a really good coach. So I, I look for a lot of things out of Washington. They're the biggest threat out of Pac-12 to me. You know, um, let's let's talk about Washington USC now. So this is a USC t- team that they squeaked out a win last week. Had it looked like they were going to lose and then ended up winning. I think it was fifty to forty nine or something like that. How do you like this game going? Are you looking at the side? Are you looking at the total? Um, how do you see this one playing out? I'm not going to overthink this one at all, guys. We have two of the most potent offenses in the college football. It's the Rainer Heisman Trophy winning Caleb Williams versus. Uh, Michael Pence Jr. was one of the favorites still to win uh, the Heisman Trophy, even after that poor performance at Stanford. USC averages 46 points a game. They're second in the nation. Washington's ninth in the nation. They average 40 a game. Um, as we know, uh, the way the USC plays defense is just horrible. <laughs> Washington's defense is pretty stopped. Uh, but this isn't a normal situation. They're facing a really experienced and ultra-talented quarterback in Caleb Williams, one of the highest prospects. Uh, we've seen, and a USC team whose only path to victory is outscoring opponents. USC cannot um, tackle, uh, and it's not going to change in one week. So I expect the Huskies to do as they please offensively. Uh, as hard as the Trojans are on defense, the unit is uh, 112 uh, in total defense. The books still set the line at USC plus three. This tells them they think it's going to be a close game. only way that they can have a close game is a shootout. So USC is 9-1 to the over on this last 10 games. Whoa. Five star, we lost you. You there? We lost him. We lost five star. So, um, <clears throat> he did? Okay. Maybe hang up and let's see. Maybe try calling back. Whatever. Um, we do know. I know. It's, I'm, I'm almost done anyway, though. I'll get it done. I'll get it done. Don't worry. Uh, we hear you chewing your. We are you chewing your food on the air. Yeah, that's my bit. That's my shtick that I do. I no one heard on me because I had my mic off and I I don't chew when I'm talking. Well, my shtick is eating on the air and singing German songs. Well, apparently, it is. And, and being you're a numbers guy, you're good at both. It's not shtick. It's it's what I'm known for. Yeah, right. You know, you're no, you're good at it too. No, you're really talented. Numbers at guy. We got him. Is stuff. he good? Um, we're having a problem with the phone. So he likes the over, over 76 in the USC game. I see it. Isn't that I like crazy? Washington. We have to say over 76, but 
They, it gets there all the time. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember one time years ago, I played Washington State against Hawaii, and I played the over because it was like 72. And it was when Leach was at Washington State. I'm just like, it's the highest total I'd ever seen. It was like 72 or 73. And I said, I'm just going to play it over. Yeah. And it seemed like they scored left and right, and it just you know, ended up sneaking over to like 78 or something like that. This doesn't even feel like a high total anymore. No, it's not bad. No, that's, that's crazy. Let's get five star back. All right. He's back. So we were we were listening to you talk a little bit um, about that one. I am. Um, I want to. We. I want to ask you a separate question. Heisman okay. Trophy wise, I'm looking at MVP odds and Heisman Trophy odds. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. this year is an interesting because I, I don't think Kayla Williams is going to win now. And when you look at you know, maybe J.J. McCarthy's the guy that you're going to have to look for, but is is he going to be hurt by some of this, some of the the the, the stuff going on with Michigan and the sign stealing? Yep. Um, I yep. wonder if Marvin Harrison could be the first wide receiver in years to win that award. Last I saw, he was plus nine hundred. And then I want to piggyback with Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown are over you know plus one thousand. One is like in the twenty five hundred range, and the other one is. I want to say 3,200. Like, isn't this the year that you could see maybe wide receivers at MVP and Heisman? Maybe those odds are worth firing at this year or no? Yes, I definitely think so because the value of the wide receiver has really increased uh, in college and in professional football, especially in professional football, as you can tell by the contracts they've been receiving the last couple of years. Um, but it's definitely worth a shot with Marvin Harrison Jr. because after Michael Pennington's bad, bad game, he had – uh, the lead, he was probably going to win the Heisman pretty easily, if not for those uh, bad performances that he had at Stanford. But now uh, he's not the, the front runner anymore. And I could very easily see uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. He gets out of the pub. You know, he's with the number one ranked team. And we all know that he's the guy that makes that offense go because Kyle McCord isn't that good. Uh, all right, quickly, because we're up against it with, with uh, phone problems. Uh, you like Michigan, minus 32 and a half. That's a lot to give, five-star. Yeah, I know it is, but we got to go with it because we got uh, the third ranked team in college football and a big sign stealing scandal. Jim Harbaugh is in all types of trouble and hot water with the NCAA. So a lot of people think after this year he's going to go back to the NFL. Um, I know you guys have probably talked about Connor Stallions and what happened with him supposedly stealing signs and everything. Um, but the type of guy that Jim Harbaugh is, he's going to use this all as motivation. I just was reading about that the Big Ten coaches on their weekly conference call, they start calling out to the commissioner for them to take some action on him and everything. And they're kind of saying that, you know, it's kind of been uh, a quiet known around the league that he's been stealing signs, and that's why the defense has been so good. But you know that uh, Jim Harbaugh is a tough guy. He's a contrarian. He's going against a, a new head coach with Ryan Walters. Walters, this is his first head coaching position, man. And, uh, he looks a little bit over skis right now. Uh, you know, I don't know, you know, in the future, he could just some things. But right now, he doesn't look like a head coach for the Big Ten, man. He's running to a Wolverines team. Uh, they're going to be really, really upset with all the bad news that they're getting. And they also said that um, the team uh, that, that's their rival, the Ohio State Buckeyes, are ranked number one. I expect uh, <laughs> Michigan to pull out a can on these guys and uh, do them really bad. Quarterback Hudson Card, uh, that transferred from Texas, has not lived up to the hype. He's only completing uh, less than sixty percent of his passes, man, and he only, he has eight touchdowns but seven interceptions to go with that. He's dealing with a defense that's the best in the country. I think that uh, Michigan runs away. They're trying to trying to like set a uh, set, you know let the world know 
that they're the best team in the country and also that the science and stuff is a joke. So give me an angry Wolverines minus 32 and a half. Yeah, they've got a lot to be angry about. we got to break it there. Uh, we got Nick, Nick coming up. He's going to be with us on uh, News of the Weird. That'll be fun. But we appreciate it. The Wagering World tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Michigan and the over. Michigan and the over in the USC-Washington game. That's Five Stars Picks. Listen to the Wagering World tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, at Five Star Thanks. in Vegas. Five Star, Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. All right. There okay. is Five Star in Vegas right here every week, giving you winners. Right now I'm talking about hoops. Hoops, sporting goals, and equipment. If you're looking for the best uh, goal in the market, period, exclamation point. I, I drove by uh, my house, my old house yesterday, as a matter of fact. We took out the 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 hoop goal. I actually called Keith Tate and said we'd like to move it. And he said, absolutely, that's not a problem. But the the, the installation, it's, it's a big job because they do the best job you can possibly. They will dig. They will put the, the concrete in. They will make sure it's cemented perfectly. It's not going to move. You can raise and lower the goal. You never have to worry about the quality of the equipment. You never have to worry about the quality of the installation. It's not one of these goals that you put sand in the base and it, 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 it shakes all over the place. That's not the case. It's the best goal. It's the best installation. It's the best service. It, everything about it is the best. Raise and lower the goal so the kids can enjoy it. It's perfect. You're looking for the best goal, ProDunk.com. Go to the website and see for yourself. The kids love it. That's all they want to do is dunk, Dad, and they can do it on these goals that you can lower to five to uh, five feet with the drill and not crank it anymore. It's perfect. ProDunk.com. That's ProDunk.com. ESPN 97.5 on. Time now for news of the weird with John and Lance. Weird. weird. John and Lance weird. News of the weird. News. Hi, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 We have a guest news of the weird, Nick Rincuso from Nick's Place. The 30th anniversary is coming up on 30 December 1st. years, baby. I was, yeah. I was wow. there. I didn't get there till what, February or something? February of 94, I think, is when you yeah, first February, uh, but, strolled in. So you, yeah, you got, you started... It was it December first that you started in ninety three? December fifth actually okay. was the was the actual was the day. day. Yeah. So it's thirty years. What are we doing for the people on the thirtieth party? We're gonna have a nice big celebration Friday, December first. Gonna have you guys, the station, all day long. We're broadcasting wow. live. Okay. We're gonna have Nick's Place thirty year commemorative pint glasses we're giving away. We're gonna have drink specials, food. We're gonna have the whole the whole we're thing. We're going back to thirty the, the nineteen ninety three prices. <laughs> what? So <laughs> what? did I tell you we're it giving? It doesn't work. We're giving away what? <laughs> did I tell you we're giving away pint glasses, right? <laughs> but we're gonna have specials going on all we day. We will. We'll have specials. We're gonna. It's gonna be a fun day. It'll Just be. an opportunity for uh, us to say thank you to everybody, Houston, for this past thirty years. We're gonna collaborate with St. Arnold's. To uh, their anniversaries uh, in June of '94, so St. Arnold's and I are going to collaborate together. They're going to be coming out. They'll be doing a tap takeover. They're bringing out the art car, and who knows what else? We're working on a few things right now, but it'll nice. be a lot of fun. Yeah. Nice. You got the 1560 the game shirt on today. Huh? See, huh? huh? How about how uh, awesome? Huh? Well, I have a little throwback yeah. here, baby. And you're letting the hair it's a little darker. A little bit you're right using now. The Grecian formula in there, <laughs> real nice. It's a little darker than uh, usual. Yeah, Did congratulations. Like that? Thank you. Thank congratulations you. Congratulations on that. Uh, so that's going to be December first. We're going to be there all day long. Thirty years. You've been doing it. It's um, 
It is. I, I got there in February of 94, and I haven't left since. I was watching games Sunday there. That's as a right. Of fact. I've been there three times they this football season would. watching Texas on the road. I love <laughs> like, watching the when Texas is, on the road. When are we going to get rid of this guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so come on and watch the game. People were walking by. Where's Lance? Okay. The man of the people is here, but Lance isn't. What'd they say? They, I said, no, he's not a man of the people. I'm getting, like ready, to, I'm getting ready he for a wedding that. coming up. I, oh, that's what you were doing. Yeah, you were getting ready for a wedding, I'm sure, on Sunday during the Texans game. Okay. Um, <laughs> what was I doing on that day? News of the weird coming your way. Now, now, you've seen this story, Nick. Yes. An Italian woman won a court case to evict her two sons, age 42 and 40. It, uh, quite frankly, uh, I know it's an Italian woman, but this happens quite a bit in our community. All the time! <laughs> Isn't, look, dude, and it, when I go to Italy, like my cousins are still living with my, their aunt, with their moms. Like it, This has got to stop, Italians. Go! Get out of the house. Yes! Get out of mom's You're basement. You're 42 years old. Find a place of your own, for Christ's sake. She had to take them to court. And have them evicted. Is this she's, in Italy or, or an Italian mom that lives in... Does she's this happen in the northern city too? of Pavia. Pavia. It's in it. Okay, so it doesn't really happen in America as Oh, much. it happens in oh, America. No, 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 it happens. <laughs> it happens. A little close <laughs> to home, <laughs> the story, <laughs> if you want to know. So... Actually, it does. Italians, get off your ass and go find a place to live. Get off of mom's couch. All right? It's ter- and it's probably got the plastic on it still. You know, you it, know does. it does. In case the Pope comes up. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want him touching the furniture. Right. Having to touch the furniture. Um, how about this? Using a cell phone too much could impact your sperm count. Are you going to use your cell phone less now? Because your sperm count <laughs> is affected by it. Does it look it. like anyone in this room cares? <laughs> My you, wife. you, too late. Yeah, you must have never used it. You must have never used the cell phone. Yeah, wait, why did we not tell Lance this a long yeah, time ago? Here, Lance. I had, two phones. I had two phones taped to my whole head at all times. Oh, yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah. No, no, no. Here's one for both of you. Parents of teens more concerned about internet addiction than drug use. Are you more concerned, yes. Lance? About internet addiction. Absolutely. You are. Yeah. Than drug use. Yeah. Your kids aren't druggies. No, but you all, yeah. And no, they're not, but they but they are phonies. Yeah. That they don't get off, right? No, phonies. Phonies, like yeah. real phony? No, no, no. Like, they're they, on their they phones. can't get off their phone. And then, uh, and it turns out Snacks, you know, he got, he's got detention. Like, he's missed so many days. Not missed. Right. He's got so, so many late. tardies. 25 mm-hmm. tardies that they did three detentions for the... The vice principal, principal, by the way, who's listened to my, uh, uh, who's listened to, he said, I've listened to you and your show for like 20 some odd years. So he's listened to us forever. And I'm like, then you know about this kid. He's been a problem for years. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, with us, though, Nick, I think it might be a little different. Yeah. The drug, the drug use might have been more concerning to me and you, I think. Then phones. Then the the phone. As the son, as the father of a son who lives in Boulder, Colorado, (laughs) and wants to uh, is studying environmental sciences, I will tell you, drugs perhaps may be coming a little more often than the. uh, the, the, You get on the internet. Get off the drugs and get on the internet. Okay. Uh, A a man in North Dakota inherited thirty million dollars from his family. Just hours later, he was fatally poisoned by his wife. Do you feel like she should have taken a little bit more time? Oh a little, God. a little pause. Let, you know, maybe it wouldn't have been nearly as obvious. How much did you get? You, Thirty million 
Hours later, hours later, he was dead from being pe- fatally poisoned. Wow. God. Do you I think, mean, make it look better. Make like it you, look better. Sell it. I mean, sell I know. Sell it as an accident. I, listen, I'm not. I, the, I, I fin- you finesse the game a little bit. I get it. <laughs> but wait. Do it a little bit better. Yeah. Um. This is how a social worker should not act. Let me ask you this, if this is a good social worker. Apparently, she was sexually abusing a boy that was 13 and allegedly went to the child's home with a gun threatening to kill his mom. Do you think that social work was the best choice for her career? (laughs) No, not at this point. Yeah, that's like uh, somewhere along the line. (laughs) Somewhere along the line, there was a big change. Wow, that's There she is. Wow. And she, I'm sure she could have gotten somebody older than 13 if she wanted. I don't they know. Could have done a, they could have done it's always John's always got those takes. But uh, well, it's true. It's like all the teachers that the kids have yeah. sex with. Why are they always hot? It's like, come on. I know. You I can- mean, the heck? You would think that. I don't know. You you <laughs> you could do. You could get somebody I'm older. Saying, are you not listening? Oh, I can't God. believe you're not just. In there having looks on your face. Uh, Nick, this is for me and you more than it is for Lance, I think. Apparently, a study says your liver could live for over 100 years, even if you don't. No shot. Do you feel no like your shot, liver my liver. No, uh, oh, no. <laughs> or might be the cause of your demise. No. Yeah. My liver's already asking for vacation. <laughs> you, yeah, no, no, no. I need my liver. My check liver light is on. Uh, <laughs> a former mortgage broker, he quit his job. He earns $1 million a year carving pumpkins. Do you feel like you lie. did it wrong? That's a lie. No. Well, he's is. really good. Look he, look what he does. This, look at his pumpkins. How do you make... Harry oh, wow. Potter pumpkin. Oh, my God. Look how does that, he how do that? how good that is. It's unbelievable. Taylor that is Swift. You could have never done that. Uh, Ali. It's uh, it's it's unbelievable. But wait, 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 wait. How do you make a million a million. Well, how people many pay pumpkins for this? does? How well, much? Because the pe- pumpkin's going to spoil, right? How long does it last if you're paying him thousands of dollars? That's for what I want to know. How much? How long does it last? You can oh, yeah. pay thousands of dollars for. Yeah, a pumpkin? but look, he, he's pulling okay. He's doing okay. Yeah. With, the, with, with his pumpkin carving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's all right. John's looking at a woman, Dell. She's he's all- pulling okay with <laughs> his pumpkin. He's carving. pulling all right. He, if, <laughs> listen, if you could make a million, Dell, carving pumpkins, would you do it or not do it? Yeah, well, of course. I mean, of course. Of what, course you what, would. Would I, what job wouldn't I do if I could make a million? Right. Yeah. Would you pull better? Absolutely you would. I mean, pull. <laughs> would a million? Would a million a year? How yes. about would I be able to find a a mature, emotionally stable relationship instead of pull better? <laughs> well, pull better is the best way to put it. Sure. It's a lot oh, shorter. Okay. Okay? That's, that's the best way to put it. All right? We are done, and we want to remind you once again that Nick is going to be having a big party December 1st, but it's going to probably be all weekend, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, the, that's when you guys will be coming out broadcasting all day, but it'll be going all week. We're, we're, we're celebrating the rest of the year, man. Like, you know how you do, how you take like a month for your birthday or whatever? Right. Hey, well, like, we're doing the same thing. We're going to take like a couple months for our 30 years. Yeah, people do that, but it's they, they shouldn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they do. It's your birthday, and let's get it over with. It's, you just breathed another year, so well, let's not, not celebrate for a month. Not their specials that long. Yeah. What? Oh, not yeah, if Nick's no, no. giving away free food let's that keep, whole time. Let's keep the specials that's going. That's what I'm saying. You know? you know what I'm saying? A little something for the people. That's at Nick's place, uh, 2713 Rocky Ridge. Rocky Ridge and Westheimer have been there for 30 years now. We'll be there December 1st, and we love you. Nick, as always, we appreciate you. Thank you, we guys. We noticed you came in. Where's Johnny? 
Mm. <laughs> okay. No, uh, I know. No. Where's the food from Yanni? Is Look at the, that. You know, the, you the, got an Italian side and you got a Greek side, right. John. Guess what? Well, the, the Italian, Italian side better. comes through. It's better. Yeah. The Italian side is better. The Greek side, not okay. so much. Yanni don't do nothing. Lazy ass Greek. Um, <laughs> time for me to talk about my man. Um, Scott McGrath over at McGrath McGrath Press Control work with you. He did, yeah. How, he also, does my house. He does your house. He does yeah. my house. The guy's amazing. He did the business. He did, Absolutely. He did everything. I mean, he's amazing. I know. He really is. Nick is a is is a client. Of Scott McGrath. He is amazing. You don't see any bugs. You know why you don't see any bugs? Because Scott McGrath was there, and he is going to make sure that you don't have bugs in your house. You got bugs in your house, you're gross. So what you need to do is call Scott McGrath. Go to McGrath Pest Control two eight one four six nine eighty two forty or McGrathPestControl.com and get the bugs out of your house because it's gross. And listen, I got the mosquito murdering system in my backyard, and it's perfect. It's awesome because now you're going to be sitting out in the backyard. You're going to be. It's a nicer out. It's a little easier to eat outside. But you're going to have mosquitoes out there? Uh-uh. Scott McGrath takes care of that for you. You're looking for the best way to get rid of all those bugs. One way to go. Scott McGrath, McGrath, McGrath Pest Control. McGrathPestControl.com, 281-469-8240. Tell Scott you heard it right here. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5.